Blog Talk Radio.
Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thanks for joining us tonight. We are back. We are live. We are here. And that's all I got to say. Sorry about last week. We was off. Uh, we had some things we had to take care of. But, again, like I said, we're here. We're live. We're back. Uh, joining us tonight, you know, I don't got to introduce him. Eddie, say what you got to say. Hey, welcome to the show, guys. We're going to have a good time. Thanks for joining us. Uh, and uh, tonight is a very special night. We're celebrating the 80s. We got music from the 80s. We got uh, what's going on. We got some clips. We got some, uh, a lot of good stuff happening. Even how the Humania was in the 80s, which was pretty Yeah, we're bringing cool. it all we're back. back to, we're bringing back the 80s. We're bringing it back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we got one person joining us tonight. Uh, Eddie, you want you want to take this one? Oh yeah, no problem. The one and only lives in Las Vegas, better known as uh, LV Papo on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one and only Mr. Larry Marks. Say hello, Larry. Hey, Larry. What's hello, you doing, people. Thank hello, you for joining us. Hello there, Robert. Hello, Eddie, my good friends, and hello to all the listeners out there. All yeah. across the United States and also in some parts of the other countries, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, uh, you're right. right. It's going to be fun tonight. You know, the 80s was fun, you know, so yeah. uh, uh, why, why shouldn't it be a fun show, you know? <laughs> well, first so of all, let me see. start off by apologizing for Michael T. Butch for not being here tonight. Again, he's, um, he's overseas, I guess, doing uh, research for next week's show, doing whatever it is that he's doing. Uh so I apologize for him not being here, for all his fans and all his listeners. He'll be back next week, guaranteed. We hope. Yeah. <laughs> we hope. You know, uh, wherever he is in the world, uh, Michael, just watch stuff. What can I say? But besides <laughs> exactly. that, but besides that uh, let's have some fun tonight. Let's go back yeah. to a time when, well, let's, let's put it this way. See, for me, for Eddie, for Larry, and a lot of you guys listening, we're all in our 50s now. So the 80s to us was like what the 50s was for our parents. Is that an easy yeah. way to put it? Right. Yeah. See, our gener- our parents, their generation was the 50s. That's when they were growing up. Uh, sock hops, concerts, music, the, the birth of rock and roll. That was their generation. Man, nice years. Wow. You they lived that. They enjoyed it. I'm sorry, what did you say, Larry? I said, do you mind if I jump in really quick? I want to add something to what you're saying. Uh, like the 50s, like our moms and dads used to tell us stories about the 50s. Well, it's like also, now correct me if I'm wrong on this. I don't hope I'm not. But uh, it's like we talk to our children today what we went through in the 80s. How the right. lowriders started. How did, uh, I think Michael Jackson started the moonwalk, if I'm not mistaken. Was that in the 80s? Yeah. Or that could have been late 70s. I'm pretty sure it was the 80s. All right. It was in the and, 80s, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, uh, I told Robert, for what you said, I totally have to agree. That's what the 80s was for but, us, and now we explain to our children. But check this out. Right? You heard the stories, Eddie, Larry, you guys all heard the stories. Our parents used to talk about the 50s, and they used to get that gleam in their eye, they used to be real excited talking about it. But check it out. They never talked about the 60s or 70s. You know, think about it. It wasn't as exciting for them. The same way the 90s weren't that exciting for us. You know, they kind of skipped wow, the conversation about, about the that, 60s. Yes. Right? Well, you never really heard you know, them talk about how great the 60s were. Right? 
But the 50s were the shining time for them. They all had a blast. It was all together. They were all doing things. 60s, I guess, was like the 90s for us where everyone just separated and broke apart. Kind of yeah. The the well, our folks should have talked about the '60s because that's when the welfare and the uh, came out. So <laughs> they should have talked about it because that's yeah. when we didn't have to do other things. We got the welfare. <laughs> well, I well, guess that's know, what, what the, they called what yeah. they called back then was reefer, what we know today as pot. I guess the '60s yeah. and the magic mushrooms and LSD and all that stuff. So maybe well, that's yeah, what they that want to talk the about. 60s. That yeah, yeah, oh, that was the '60s. Yeah. And then. And our later years, our 90s, turned to, what was it called, uh, crack, crystal meth, and all that stuff. So well, that's what we you know what, Robert? <laughs> you know, Robert, you brought up a good point. I want to ask you a question, and for Eddie, and maybe our listeners. Okay, we know Mascara Americaya. You know, the Americaya Moton, I, I, lived, I lived through the 60s, the 60s. That was always, that was like you said, when marijuana came out, you know, all those, uh, all marijuana mostly. That's but, um, it, yeah. Does the woman? I wonder. You think the woman here was involved in marijuana back in those back in the sixties? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Think so? Yeah. Oh yeah. Not that. You not know, not that well, much more than what it is now. Well, it was, it was. No, no. It was really hidden. You know, really hidden. Because yeah, back then it was also against. Well, yeah, and it was also against the law too. So. Yeah. But I believe the Romania was doing that back in the day. Probably. Probably. You know, look, that was the, that was the era of uh, okay again, not marijuana it was called reefer. Uh, it was called another thing that came out at the time was LSD. Another thing that came yeah. out, I'm pretty sure, was in the late '60s, early '70s, was peyote. Okay, so a lot of people got you know, lost. Guys, for all the listeners, Eddie, I know you're going to agree with me. For all the listeners, our friend Robert Shelter, he knows what he's talking about because he lived the '60s. Hey, you know what kills me, Larry? He really knows a lot about the drug, man. Wow. <laughs> Gentlemen, please. I'm a professional <laughs> radio host. I have to do research on all this stuff. So I'm not just bringing it. I'm just bringing this all out. I've done my research right on what I had to do and brought this all out. But please, please. So let's go back tonight, guys, to a time when it was cool to wear, for a man to wear eyeliner. It was cool for a man to walk around with one glove, like Eddie used to do, and he still does. Uh, hey. Lay <laughs> were, uh, were, was, uh, was the fashion sense for a man for some unknown reason. Okay? And hairspray was your best friend. Hairspray and oh gel, the higher you I had your hair, the cooler you was. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pompadour, so, man, all the way up. So yeah. let's go back Actually, to that I'm time. Gonna draw- I'm going to throw an old one at you, Robert and Eddie, if you guys remember this one. And uh, back in the 80s, it was cool to wear dress, uh, men's wear dress shoes that they were that they were see-through heels. You guys remember those shoes? Yes. They were, called, right. they were called, ready for this? They were called crayons, if you guys remember. I yes. I, w- I didn't wear them, you know, but, I mean, I, I no, heard I of them. I've seen them. I I did. <laughs> no, come on, Larry. Don't, don't wear the shoes like that, man. Don't do that. Don't do that. Well, uh, I was young. I was young. I did, man. It'll be like the Rick Springfield. No. That's Beaver. That's Beaver. Daddy Terrio. Excuse yes. me. We all wore crayons, and we all wore karate shoes, too, for some reason. That's Those right. Those karate slippers that used to kill when we used to walk. I don't know why we used you know, to wear those things, but we used to, I don't they all used to wear them, and they used to hurt like hell. And now we did you know, used to come in the bad shirt. 
Do you know what I think was the number one hottest thing in the eighties? And I think it just, I think it was the, I think it was. I'm gonna put it right up there with Michael Jackson. Ready for this? General Hospital. Oh my God, sir, the trait. Everybody was hooked on that. Everybody was hooked on that soap opera. Yep. That's what we're going to talk tonight. We're going to go back. We're going to take some calls from uh, from our callers. We're going to ask them where they was in the 80s, what the 80s meant to them. Uh, Do they miss the 80s? Because I sure do. I miss the times. I miss the good times. I miss the the get-together. I miss it all. I miss it all. We're going to go to some music now. We're going to play some. It's all 80s all night tonight. But before we get into that, I got something for, well, there's something that all California people should remember this one. This is a real popular thing back in the 80s. So I want you guys to take a listen before I go to a song. You know, everybody in town is advertising new 88 model cars and trucks. We're selling 89s, brand new 89s at the very same prices. Look at this. A brand new 89 Ford Festiva, $54.95, $95 a month. A brand new 89 Ford Mustang, $89.95, $149 a month. Wow. Look at this, an 89 Ford Probe, the all-new Ford Probe. You've got to drive this car. I $94.95, $163 a month. And an 89 Ford Taurus, $10.95, $189 a month. An 89 Ford Aerostar, $99.95, $179. Three a month and 89 Ford and F 150 pickup, 99.95, 173 a month. The 89 Ford cars and trucks are on sale at the same prices. Hey, come and see us. It's worthy to Ford in Long Beach. Worthy to Ford in Long Beach. Where your friends are. Open to midnight. See you here. <laughs> I'm sure that's something only California people know about. Oh, yeah. And you know something? I never seen this dog. No, I, I don't remember dog, a dog spot. I, 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 well, it was uh, it was either a monkey, a lion. It was either right. uh, different types of animals you would have on, but never a dog. I've never seen a dog. That no, you... no, I've never and seen. You know, a dog. Robert, when he was playing his commercial, I literally was picturing the man in my face uh, wearing his cowboy hat, that, the Mike cheap ten dollar jacket, cut suit jacket, plus <laughs> And I, I remember exactly. Yeah. But now, did you guys well, hear what he said? A 1989 Ford F-150 sold for $9,999. But, but look at the weird part. You find a 1989 Ford F-150 pickup today really clean, original? I bet you still get five grand for it. Go yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like <laughs> you know? Well, guys, we're going to go to a song right now. We're going to go back to, All right. uh, I believe this was probably about 1982. 82, 83. And I got a funny story about the song, which I'll share with you guys afterwards. All right. All right. This was the this was the birth of one of the living legends of today. So sit back, guys, and go back in time, and hope you guys enjoy this one. We'll be back in a few minutes. Wow.
guys, we're back. I got a funny story about that song. Okay, Eddie, Larry, you guys there? You listening? Yes, sir. Yeah, and for all the listeners, all the callers, okay, I got to explain something to you guys. I couldn't stand that song when it first came out. Okay, because <laughs> I, I couldn't understand <laughs> I couldn't understand a word to the song. I swear to God, I'm not just saying this. I will prove this to you guys one day, some way, somehow. I swear to God, the woman was saying ham and eggs. <laughs> Instead of holiday, I thought she was saying ham and eggs. That's why I couldn't stand this song. Why is well, this? What is this woman talking about? Okay. And that is a true, honest to God story. Okay, that's why I couldn't well, stand the song. Then when I realized what the song was about, when he was playing the clubs, I I couldn't stand it. Then I found out what the, what the words was, and everyone thought it was crazy. Okay, and it wasn't a bad song. <laughs> it really wasn't a bad well, song well, after that. In all, uh, in all no. honesty, you know, I have to say, Robert, um, it, I could see how it sounds a little bit holiday. Well, the way she says, you know, the way she sings it, it's, it you know, you can make the mistake of ham and eggs, celebrate. You know, I celebrate when I eat ham and eggs. I don't know about you, Eddie. <laughs> well, we but, know that. Um, <laughs> I do celebrate, a matter of fact. <laughs> but I honestly swear to God, I thought that's what she was saying for probably the whole summer. For the whole summer, I thought that's true, saying that's so I couldn't stand the song. Why would somebody sing a song about ham and eggs? And one one of the boys said, "Today it's not ham and eggs, it's holiday." And you know that that, <laughs> that's, that's feeling in face, <laughs> right? Well, now you got me a little and, wondering, Robert. Uh, through the whole summer, <laughs> it took you a whole but summer no, to you figure know, out that it's not ham and eggs. You know what it is? <laughs> now every time I hear that song. I'm going to think of Shelton and say ham and eggs. I still do do the same thing after all these years. Actually, it was my cousin Rocky who told me that. It's really there. It's it's holiday. Do you you remember the song, My Eyes Adore You, by Frankie Valli? Yes. Well, all those years, I'm listening to the song. I'm singing it like, My Eyes of Georgia. (laughs) I'm singing it like that. All that year, I'm singing it forever like that. The funny thing is, it's My Eyes Adore You. Okay, I don't know how you get how you gonna confuse those two words. The guy says the I don't know, I just what was Georgia that Yeah. All right, yeah. that's the Georgia. Oh. Well, all right guys, you know what? Let's okay. go to some calls. We got some people that want to talk about the <coughs> about the eighties. Let's bring some people on. Let's go to a nine five one area code, nine five one seven five eight. That's by me. You got a thirty year warranty if it blows up. Nine five one, you're on. Hello, 951. Okay, 951 don't want to talk. They got camera shy. All right, we'll come back to them in a little bit. Okay, guys, now I got a special treat for you guys. I got some very special guests coming on right now that I invited to join us tonight. I'm very happy that he's here with us. You guys all know from Instagram, uh, uh, YouTube, Facebook, uh, probably one of the most famous guys around. Oh, yeah. You know what? Let's just do it this way. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Bobby Dew. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Dew, What's welcome up, to the guys? show, brother. Hey, man. How you I doing, my friend? Thank you for joining famous. us. <laughs> God bless you guys. How are you? I'm doing good, my friend. Thank you for, for coming on tonight. You know, I knew this show was right up your alley because you're an 80s guy just like the rest of us. I, I love the topic. I really do. I'm glad there's well, still thanks. people out there who remember the 80s, to be honest with you. 
you know, that was, like I told the boys earlier, our 80s was our parents' 50s. Right? Definitely. Definitely. You know, Definitely. and and the 80s, so that's, that was our time. That was when we, I guess that was when we, we came to life in the 80s, I guess you could say. Pretty much, pretty much, yes. But yeah, All but right, I got it. So I got to ask one minute. I got to. But in your documentary, Bobby, you said uh, yes. you talked about the eighties, didn't you? In your documentary. Yes, I did. Yeah, you mentioned something that you guys were. You guys had a, your own club in the eighties. Uh, no, we didn't have our club. We we sort of owned it because we were good friends with the um, owner. Oh, okay. Bouncers, okay. Like that. Yeah. We never owned it. Oh yeah. Well, we had the nail salon. Uh, we had all type of businesses, clothing stores, but not a nightclub. Which I mean, wow. We, it was pretty much ours because you know we knew everyone there. We didn't pay to get in. You know we had a tab there, so it, it was basically ours. We just make no money. Man, I wish I was. Man, I wish I was there with you that times, man. It looked at, like oh some good God. times. From the pictures you know that you showed, from the back in the eighties, no joke. No matter what part of the world you in there, because we was in Canada during mostly in the in the eighties. We all had that one club that was our club, that meaning that yes. no cover charge, no That's bar right. fees, just Definitely. walk in no matter how big the line was, all right? It Definitely. was, our club was a home on club, right? The guy, uh, we got along with everybody. We had our own store we used to go buy our clothes at. So we're going to talk about all that stuff. I want to ask you the, the question. What did the 80s mean to you? To me personally? Yes. Are you asking me? Uh what I um, believe is this: it, it was so much more freeing, meaning um, you didn't have to worry. You didn't have to worry about these kids. You didn't have to worry about checking in. Right. You didn't have to worry about right. uh, the kids going to movies, going on a bus. Uh, when we were younger in the 80s, uh, I was born 69, so I guess 1980 was 10 years old. Uh, so in my teen years was in the 80s. We were on the boardwalk from you know two in the afternoon to two o'clock in the morning, and there was no questions asked. Uh, you know, absolutely no fear whatsoever. Now, <laughs> I'm 30 years old for a half an hour, an hour, everyone texts me, where are you? What happens to you? Yeah, it's true. Well, it's the truth. You know, um, uh, I, I made an Instagram, uh, I think last year, uh, about getting lost in the mall. I didn't have my phone. Actually, my, my phone cracked, and I had to leave it uh, to the guys here to fix it. So for one hour, I was in the mall with no phone, and let me tell you the panic attack I had. I, I told you guys, me, I can't believe we grew up in the malls with no phones. Our signal was if you get lost, you have to be at the food court. That was it. Anytime you got lost from your family, you walked your mother's side of our guys to the food court and we just lost. Now, if you ain't got a phone with you in the mall, please, I don't know where my mother's father is. I don't know where my wife is. I don't know where my kids are at. Do they need me? Is there an emergency? So I, I think the freedom of the 80s, of uh, yeah. You know what I remember the most? I'll tell you what I remember a lot, but Bobby might agree with this. Back in the 80s, we had no cell phone. We yes. basically had a house phone with a cord. Uh, yes. There was no internet. Okay. Right. Uh, we had cars and we had buses. A lot of guys didn't have yes. licenses. So a lot of guys would take buses. But right, somehow, right. somehow, we were all in communication. We all knew where each other was. Right. We knew That's how to right. find each other. All right? That's right. And it seems to me today, with cell phone texting and all the technology, 
it's harder to find somebody because if somebody wants to get lost, they can really get lost nowadays. You, you know, but back in those I days, I believe. Yeah, I honestly believe that we were much more um, in control. We were much more educated because I could remember at that time at least fifteen different numbers. People, my uncle Bob's home, uh, number, my house number, uh, my grandfather's number. <laughs> uh, you know, you had no choice. You used your brain. Uh, yeah, you had to use directions. You know to make a right at the, the Burger King and make a left at the, you know at the, this particular line. And nowadays, I know nothing, nothing. Don't know my own now, number. Now, the smart. Well, the theory is the smartphone has made it dumb. That, 100%, that's yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I might agree. I'm Larry Marks, Bobby, from Las Vegas. God bless you, my brother. Hi, Larry. Hey, uh, first, first of all, I want to tell you, my daughter, Jacqueline, she, she's, your number, she's your number one fan, I believe. Oh, she I can't her. stop talking about you. Her name is, her, yeah, uh, she goes on her Instagram is uh, BabyRocky702. She always talks oh, about sorry. the basket you sent to her. Uh, Thank you. But what I wanted Thank to say, though, see, you, you brought up something. I was born in 69 also. In Philadelphia, okay. Pennsylvania, and now I'm in Vegas. Okay, now I'm okay. 50 years old. I still remember my grandfather's phone number back in Philadelphia. Do you really? And it, well, I don't. I, I don't. I, you know what? And watch this. I forgot the area code of Philadelphia, but the the phone number. And I know you guys. You guys are all going to remember this. It was TR7. It was letters. The first couple of numbers was letters. It was TR78484. I, I, I don't. I don't remember letters. Wow, that's going back. Yeah. And you'll never forget that stuff But the greatest thing though today Is watch this Back in those days We didn't didn't know nothing about technology But isn't it amazing How people today Romania Today back in those Back in that era 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s Are pretty damn good with the internet today I have to say the truth You know what I'm saying Yeah and it's, it's just amazing you know how 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 that happens. Not I'm not talking about the newer generation. No, to forget it. Right. You know what? Bill Gates right. got nothing over them. But uh, right. Well, maybe you know you, Bobby, Robert. Uh, I'm not that well educated in the internet, but I know some. I had, a, and I guess it's pretty cool if you think about it. We had you know, we, we, we had no choice. We had no choice. Exactly. Uh, they, they That's what I was going to say. They, they got us. We have no choice business. but to adapt. You want right? You have no choice. You have to learn it. Uh, like reading, to. let's let's talk let's talk about it. In the '80s, you know, if you know how to read, you were the sharpest guy in town in the '70s. <laughs> you really yeah. were. You, you were the leader. If you know how to read, you was the leader. You know, the, what movie we're going to, what restaurant we're going to, you was the leader. Uh, but technology and web TV came out. You guys remember web TV? That's when it all started. Oh yeah. We had to learn how to read to communicate, and now mm-hmm. we got scholars in the Bible. You know, people never went to school. Amazing. Um, Amazing, you know, yes. because we were forced to, to grow up. We were forced. Uh, but, uh, again, I mean, uh, if we want to talk about the best part of the 80s to me personally, and I believe I speak about it in my documentary, uh, the, the house parties we used to have. And there you go. Time, oh, at the time, I couldn't wait yeah. to leave, you know. But now I'd give anything to go back. That's my quote for the documentary. Um, because you never thought anything would change. You, know, mm-hmm. you thought your grandparents would be there. You thought every Christmas would be at Uncle Bob's house. Every Thanksgiving at my house. You, you never thought things would change. And now that I look back and see how much things have changed, and no one goes to anyone's houses anymore. No one communicates anymore. You get a text for Thanksgiving. You get a yep. text for Christmas. Uh, you know, so uh, the biggest part of the 80s is I miss communicating with people. 
<laughs> family, you know, walking yeah, that's the truth. at any given time. They would, you didn't have to call anyone to come over. Really, guys? When we grew up, did you have to make a phone call to your home first? Never. You, you'd walk right yeah. in. You'd walk into yeah. the houses. And you now, know, guys, uh, yeah. I have to, I, I have to agree, with Bobby. Back in 1982 or 83, I'll, you know, I'll never forget it. Uh, we were already living in LA. We moved in LA in 1977, but now it's 82 or 83. Mm-hmm. And then Singh right. and Sam, Singh and Sam and his family came to to Los Angeles. My father and mother had a huge house, and they mm-hmm. gave him a pachi. My father gave Singh and Sam a pachi. You don't even hear pachi va anymore. And uh, back in that, back in 82, 83, I mean. No joke, a two-day party, nonstop. Yeah. Woman, two days in a house, and there yeah. was no fights, there was no troubles, there was no. No, fighting. no, nothing like that. That's right. It was beautiful, and uh, you don't you do, you, do, you don't hear that no more, Bobby. No, you don't. You, no, you, you don't, don't hear the house parties place, anymore. I grew up in Atlantic City. Uh, Atlantic City has been the gypsy uh, main place for a hundred years when it came to. Fourth uh, of July, Memorial Weekend, and Father's Day has always been the main focus for Atlantic City for this side, of course. And um, my papa was Diamond Jim, he was sort of the head of the town, so every holiday he would throw and he would have hundreds of people from New York, New Jersey, from Philadelphia uh, at beautiful parties, you know, that we would get together. People don't do it anymore. I miss that. So Man, I miss my, that. My question, my question to you guys now is what do you think has changed? Why do you guys think that? that everyone became so personal and so uh, closed off. So social anxiety amongst the Humania is at top rate right now, uh, you know. So what do you guys think happened? You know what? Well, I'm going to take this one real fast, but you know what? I'm going to leave everybody in suspense. Let's go to a song first. And Eddie, Larry, I want you guys to think about a very good answer for this. We're going to go to a song right now. We're going to go back. I believe this was 1985. Let's go to a song real fast. Collect your thoughts, guys, and let's get back to this topic, and we're going to bring it up in a few minutes, okay? So everyone sit back, relax, and enjoy. We'll be back in three minutes and 58 seconds. Here we go, guys.
your back. Bobby, dude, stop doing this smurf. I know the man is dancing this smurf to this. I, right I know now. he was dancing. He had to be swinging to it. <laughs> I, I have that was. I believe that was the Mary Jane Girls. I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. It was the Mary Jane Girls. I think that was about eighty-four, eighty-five. I think they came out. Uh, Somewhere yeah, around that. Like All right, guys, like we're back. Uh, Bobby asked a very, very, very powerful question, and yeah, he uh, did. Before we yes, this song. and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go last on this one because I got my theory on this, but I'm gonna let Larry and I'm gonna let Eddie take this. Larry, go ahead. You right. can uh, try to give your opinion on that one. Well. Let me see if I uh, got the question correct, Bobby. You said, what's the difference, what happened between the 80s until today? Is, is, am, am I correct? Yeah, I mean, that's... Oh, you want to ask the question again? Uh, it, uh, what we used to do, of course, my grandfather would make dinners and people would come over. Nowadays, you have to make phone calls and it's got to be proper. And, uh, you know, people have become very antisocial, uh, social anxiety, you know, where everybody's in their gotcha. houses and someone wants to go to anyone houses, you know, where did you think that the switch came? Uh, you know, what turned everyone good away question. from the house party? Good, good question. From those days till today, I believe, and this is just my, my one man's opinion, I believe we're, I'm not saying where the Romania went wrong, but I'm going to say what happened. The difference was, mm-hmm. number one, I believe, uh, back in those days, the 80s, 70s, back in the 90s, I'll even go to the 90s, Number one drama, Sas and the Romania, Sas Ladro. There was always respect yes. on the Romania. Yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, I believe, Ages, not my Ladro. There's uh, right. things, Dropes and the Romania, Ages, where you would, uh, people, I'm not going to name names, but people would come to their halls or come to their houses and they would do things and say things that would never be done or said before back in those days. Yes. Ladronas with him. I got yeah. And I also believe, Bob, I'm just I believe also Hasilo but a Romani treat. You don't you you, yes. you you don't even barely hear people talking Romanis anymore. You understand what no. I'm saying? I'm talking about no. even Roma de Pesci Bush. I got this. And right. um, right. I think that's where where a lot of it changed, Bobby. You understand? Uh, I, uh but but on the American school Bucci, uh on the Romania. You understand? Uh yes. inv- special invitations. Uh, certain parties, you can only get to so many uh, people in the hall, and after that, you got to stay outside. Uh, right. It just goes things that never was done before. I, mean, I, just, uh, I agree. Nowadays, the they have uh, monkey mosses, uh, you know, young boys and girls who get in daughter laws, yeah. and the older people are not allowed. The, the, the mother that's fathers right. are not allowed, the uncles are not allowed, it's just the young wow. person. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of a New York thing right now where the, just the younger people are doing a dinner, yeah. and they turn to a monkey and a lot of the older people are not allowed uh, to be there, the mothers and fathers, stuff like that. Uh, so I definitely, I, I'm going to have to put the vote in for this. Social media. I believe social media has a big part of, uh, of, of us changing. Because so many people, uh, you know, in our age, are getting upset at Instagram, getting upset at social media. Well, here's the problem. Our papa and my mom wouldn't let us on social media. If you can't apply social media rules, Romania uh, rules to social media because our grandparents would never allow us on, on it in the first place. Uh, if you guys remember, my papa and my mom wouldn't let us guys see our cars, see our luggage, see our jewelry, right. see our vacation. That's we right. were a very hidden community. Yes. 
We were a mystery in the 80s. You know I'm saying? Because they didn't know who we were, what we were about. That's right. Who are the people? Now on social media, we've came out from the dark. <laughs> you understand? And now we're like Gajay. Uh, you know, Chitala's got to be Gajay anymore, got to be whatever it might be. Uh, so I honestly do believe that social media has a big part of us uh, not migrating because at that time all we had was each other. That's true. Oh, very, very nice uh, said. Uh, Eddie, you want to jump in? You got an opinion well, on this one? Yeah. my uh, you know, answer to this. Well, my opinion, you know, Bobby, Larry, Shelter, the new generation is rootless. Shikiri. Yeah. The new generation, yeah. they they don't That's they right. don't care. They'll go to somebody's house and start a fight. They'll go to somebody's yeah. house and do a line of coke. Uh, they yeah. the, the the generation is rootless. Believe me, social right. media it kicked it more. You know. Yeah. But I have to agree. Now, it's 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 you know back in our days, guys, when my dad walked by me, I I, I bowed. You know, Darata. I was just scared of my dad. Right. You know, you know, but that's what it was in the eighties with me. And my father's seventy, and I still—he's my boss. Wow, hey. I'm not—I'm not, hey. not the boss of mine. I'm not the boss of mine. Yeah, I just want to quick really add something to what what uh, Eddie said. Also, uh, Robert, and I know you want to give your opinion, but uh, also, I said I was back in the eighties, and I know you do, Bobby do, so does Robert, and so does Eddie. Back then, how about this? Let's even go this far. Even Kanasas. That's right. I mean, pure number one, Lavrade, each and every home had respect for one another. Akana, wow, yes. Uh, Akana and, and, and Bobby, me, Robert, Eddie, the, and I'm pretty sure you too as well, we get on the conference lines, the Roma call us to, you know, to give them a little helping hand. But you got every yeah. guy on that. I cushion. I cushion Drew Galimos. Yes. From you, now yes. you've got 60, 70, 100 guys on one telephone line. Oh my God! And it, and the little people that need the help, it gets nowhere. Cause why? You got ugly words. You got ugly things yes. being said. You know, and it's just a lot's changed. Right, Rob? Yes. Well, I'm gonna give my opinion. I'm gonna take a lot of heat for this. I'm gonna get a lot of problems for this. But before I give my answer, my opinion, I just want one thing. Bobby, how's your dad doing? Uh, thank you, Jesus. He's doing great, guys. Uh, Amen. More, Amen. Better off than we expected. So thank you for that. Glory to God. I'm glad to I'm glad to do it a lot better. Okay, guys, now I'm gonna apologize in advance for this, but like I said, I know I'm gonna get I'm gonna take some heat from a lot of people on this one. All right? Not that it's a bad thing, right? But I'm gonna tell you, in my opinion, what changed in Romania a lot, and it's Christianity. Yes. Okay, and I'll give I'll give my opinion why. I'll give yes. my opinion why. Yes. yes. There's no more house parties. Rome don't believe in house parties anymore because of females. Because you guys know yeah. what happens. When there's a house party, bring the guitars up, bring the bimos. A lot of people uh, stop doing that. All right? Because I, I of agree. the bimos. Because of that. Right? And again, yes. I don't mean this in a bad way. Trisan uh, nowadays, Larry, like you was talking about, because of Christianity, because a lot of people don't believe in the Romanese Korea no more, because of Christianity. Yes. So I'm not going to say that Christianity destroyed the Romania, but it changed it in a lot of different ways. It took away a lot of Zoconia. It took the Zoconia away. It took the Zoconia away. It did. Slavin, Manai Bolimos. People don't go right. every July 26th to Santana no more because of Christianity. Right. All right? 
And again, I, I, I apologize to everybody listening. No, no, no. I don't no, mean no, it in a bad way. No, no, no. Don't apologize because you brought out a good point, Robert. I'll tell you why. Right. Uh, and and you know I might get a lot of heat for it too. I don't anybody you know what I don't care. I'll take heat for the Lord I, I, any time of the day. But I'll tell you what though. And I said I was prophesy. I'm going back to the '80s and I'm listening to everybody and I'm listening to myself and I'm comparing it what was then until today. Well, back in the '80s, Mesiras, maybe Christianity wasn't that much popular as it is now in the Romania, but it was there. And Mashkat the Alas Romani Kanjedi or the Alas Gatrikani Kanjedi, Catholic Church. Can I then say Romania? And the Kanjedia, a declassified bilingual sort of, Nasfuriarde, they weren't dressed in a in, in a bad uh, way. Address, na i declo and the kanik i and the tebne buriogandi sort of, na my declassified Kanjedia, ofuriarimos, faches nice osas back in Tucci, kaisas you know respect, and that's why I said it comes back down to Rob, comes back kasailo olado and the Romania. Uh, so so there was more respect, respect, Larry. Larry, oh, wait, wait, I'm yeah. sorry, Shelter. Larry, in the '80s, there was much more respect, night, on the Romania in the so. '80s. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. I believe definitely. so too. Most definitely, most definitely. So. Yeah. Let me ask you guys Go one ahead, question. Michelle. Okay, back in the days, whether Buriogosas or my Puri Romani, just a little older, forty, mid forties, early fifties Romani, not necessarily Kangaria. They had, they would, they would wear a declo. They would not walk in the church without a declo. No. Why is that not today? Why today do not do not walk in the church with Nicole? Well, to it, come it, to what Bobby said earlier, I, I believe it is, has to be but on the Americanci, uh, but on the Americanci booty, wrestling in the Romania. Yeah. That is, that, yeah. That's what I believe. Most you know. definitely. Social yes. media. Social media. Instagram. Instagram. Uh, it's all about the gram. Uh, the, the keyboard You're right, Bob. Nowadays. It's all about right. the gram. Uh, the picture, the selfie. The family picture, uh, you know, following the Gajay tradition, following the Gajay look, uh, the mini dresses, the fancy hairdos, the, you know, women ain't going to spend 300 for a hairdo and put a Duclo on. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They'd rather go yeah, and get the fancy and, and I'm not talking yeah. about anyone or against anyone. And oh, I'm a Christian, a born again Christian. I love church, and I believe that there is a lot of good that came out of it that, the, um, a lot of superstition made up left, but the problem is, is that a lot of the old ways also went out with it. Uh, yes, it sure know, did, Bobby. It sure, sure did, Bobby. A lot of went out with it, and I, I have to agree. And uh, the thing about the holidays, which we know for a fact now, uh, we do it ourselves, is that every holiday or main holiday we used to have is a church day. And none of the girls want to cook on the same day you're getting ready for church. So we wind up doing a, a, a holiday before Thanksgiving or Christmas. Understand, and everyone goes to church. You see everyone, and everybody goes back to their own house. So this is pretty much why um, yeah. I believe on this side, I'll speak for our, our people. We don't have any more house parties for Thanksgiving, Christmas, because we're in church, and I'm not complaining about that at all. But if we're going to talk about from '80s to now, back then you went to someone's house to drink. You were there at four in the morning. Or the next <laughs> day, you had four o'clock in the morning the next night. Right. Now, when church starts at 7 o'clock, uh, you know, you guys start getting ready at 2 o'clock with your entire family. And, again, I'm not complaining about that, but definitely, that's definitely one of the reasons why the holidays ain't the way they used to be. 
That's right. And and you know, Robert, I, I, I want to say something. I'm not. You, you know me. Me and you debate all the time. You know, you love me, I love you. And actually, of course. I'll throw in this really quick. One of the greatest things that happened in my life in the '80s was Robert's mom and dad, my chivro smoking, Judy Susie, one bold in back in the '80s. Beautiful. So, uh, Beautiful. you know, Robert, I love you know we love each other. We're very, we're, I think closer more than brothers. But we debate a lot about Christianity and about Catholic. I'm I'm a Christian. I've been Christian all yes. over 20 years. But you see, Robert, I'm not going to blame the word. I can't say I blame Christianity. No, I'm not blaming it. I'm not blaming it at no, all. No, no, Don't no. get me wrong on that. I'm not blaming it. Yeah. But it's, it's part it's, of the reason for the change. It was a transitional yeah. thing. Yeah, blame, blame is a hard word to use. Uh, but in yeah. that way, uh, a nicer word is the reason for I would say the reason for there isn't as much uh, house parties as we used to have in the 80s uh, is because we have church now. You know, we have church now. And, and I believe a lot of people, as we come to social society, and people don't want to be around because we're in church three, four times a week. If you guys remember, we had a wedding every once a month. You know, it was once a month, maybe every three months, and you would get to see the whole crowd, and you'd be happy right. to see them and you'd come in town. Now we see everyone four times a week. <laughs> three times a week. You know? That's right, Bobby. So that now, Bobby, see, you brought a good point. You brought no, a nowadays good point even, not even days two. I'm sorry, Lear Kalakis Fato, but nowadays no, two. The way it is nowadays, you can't even go to a church without having an enemy there. You can't go to a wedding now because, oh, oh well, uh, I'm going to kill him. It's not like it was neutral. No. See, church, the Namajanas mortuary, Pishtali should always be neutral. Wedding should be neutral. But no, they're going out for the kill. Is any of my enemies there? Am I going to what? You know, back in the eighties, yeah. you didn't worry about that. You didn't. No. You didn't. Um, no. You know. No. No. It, it, it was totally different. I tell you, the Romania, I'm it's totally, totally, one hundred percent different. The Romania today from the Romania back then. But you see, right. you guys understand something too. The kids that were born in the two thousands, Amarit Fahre that was born, uh, uh, I kind of they got married in the two thousand. Again, guys, the years go on and, and, and technology goes on. So does the person adapts to the technology, adapts exactly. to the way as the world is. Right. And that's just the way it is, I guess. You know, I spoke to a few Roma. I spoke to a few Roma uh, a few times, and uh, you know, they were saying we was talking about the young teenagers today, and you know, they were saying, you know, they gotta, we gotta teach these teenagers. Out of, uh, from uh, the Purani school, I said, no, that's physically impossible. It can't happen because there's too many of them. Number one, we have to adapt to them, but keep it that's in right. you know, Try to keep to, to try to keep it in line. We have to that's try right. to adapt to the younger ways so we can. Keep and it in this line. is why to throw a man like me on Instagram and Facebook and on cell phones, and uh, you have no choice before seeing it. Yeah. You know. Sure. But point. guys, let me cut in here real quick. Let's get back to the topic of tonight's show. I want to just yes. go into something real fast right now. I'm going to go back to 1981, all right? And wow. I'm going to play this You're first. You're Joe Montana. And I'm going to ask you guys. <laughs> no, I got something to play for you guys. Bobby, I know you're going to remember this because you probably did like all the rest of us. All the guys that stood up all night to MTV wait for this. Generation. MTV Here we go, guys. Seven, six, five, four. We've gone for main engine start. We have main engine start.
first hit. Welcome to MTV Music Television, the world's first 24-hour wow. stereo video music channel. Now, just wow. moments ago, all of the VJs and the crew here at MTV collectively hit our executive producer, Sue Steinberg, over the head with a bottle of champagne, and behold, a new concept is born. The best <laughs> of TV combined with the best of radio. Now, starting right now, you'll never look at music the same way again. We'll be right back to introduce the other VJs and the other folks who are going to be with us on MTV. I'm out. Wow. Okay, Bobby, where was you in 1981 when this happened? 1981, uh, I was 11 years old in Atlantic City, of course, and uh, I was me and my sister. And me and my sister was pretty much enemies until MTV came along. <laughs> 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 Honestly, we would always fight, and once MTV came along, that was it. We became best friends. MTV literally um, changed my life. It really did. I was a yes, big, big uh, pop, pop, uh, Duran Duran, Culture Club, Wham, Michael That's Jackson, right. Madonna, uh, you know, I even went deeper with Depeche Mode and New Order, and I, I was a big music guy. Still am, but uh, I was definitely a big part of the MTV, and I'm, and I'm very proud to be a part of it, too, of the MTV generation. Larry, do you remember that? I remember I remember it, and I hated my sister for it, because that's all we had to watch was MTV. Yeah. We were sport fanatics, me, my brother, my father, and and that's like I said before you went to this commercial. I said that's the year Joe Montana got drafted with the 49ers. You understand? But we never could have got to because Dorothy, my sister Dorothy, she was the only girl, and it had to be her way. So I hated wow. MTV. <laughs> I still hate it today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But I, but I, do I don't remember. think it exists anymore. I, 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 I don't think MTV's around anymore since it came out. I'm pretty oh, sure. I got to tell you, I was 13 years old when MTV first launched out, when they had the launch party, when that show first started. I mean, we stood up all night, if I'm not mistaken. I think it started at 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. Okay. And at 13 years old, believe it or not, that was a late uh, frenzy to start. Okay. Definitely. And I remember staying up all day, all night, me and my cousin waiting for this to start. And I thought it was the greatest thing that ever hit TV. Yeah, definitely. That was the if greatest remember, thing in the world. That, though, there was, there was, before that, there was Friday Night Videos. You guys remember that? That's yes. right. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Friday Night Videos. Friday Night Videos. Friday o'clock in the morning, and you would stay up all night to watch whatever they were going to play. Midnight Special. Don Kirshner's Midnight Rock Concert. Special. Very good, yes. Very yep. good. Yep. 100%. Eddie, where was you in 81 yes. when this happened? You know what, Shanta, I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't remember because I was smoking reefer back then. So, you know, <laughs> I, really, I was high. Uh, I'm just being How honest with you. you. I really, Wait a second. How old was you in 1981? 29. <laughs> <laughs> that explains it. Uh, but right, no, that, right. Go ahead. We're going to go a few years later and probably one of the hottest things of, of the 80s one of the greatest mysteries of all time, and with a real bad ending after a while. But you guys remember this one, because this was a topic probably for the whole year. So here, let's play this one and see if you guys remember this one. Who shot J.R. on Dallas? I'll just bet oh, I knew you were going to play it. The smoke's clear, dear. You'll find that it was Vaughn Leland. Well, people list the ten most likely suspects, and Vaughn sounds very unlikely to me, Sherlock. People asked 11 Texas celebrities who'd done it, and one of them agreed with me. There's even this Who Shot J.R. poll. People's asking everybody to vote. 
Everybody who follows Dallas should treat themselves. Treat their families. To, to this, this week's, week's people. Why do you buy two people? So you can vote for Vaughn while I send people the right answer. Do you guys remember that? We sure wow. do. Yeah. Sure do. You know what? I, I got to tell you. Everybody glued to the TV. Every episode uh, that made exactly. everybody glued I was to the on TV. the freeway. I was on the freeway, and we had to pull over and stop at a restaurant to see who shot Jr. And we had to stop to the restaurant, and every, the TVs were on, and the TV was on in there, and we had to pull over, and we had to. But it was it was a big thing back then, man. Shoka, you bring back well, memory for you, me that one. You know something, Eddie? Uh, when O.J. Simpson done what he done. L.A., we was in the L.A. area. And then, you know what L.A., the, uh, the news in Los Angeles was saying? They're comparing the drama to who shot J.R. <laughs> That's right. Wow. That's how big this really? who shot J.R. was. They compared oh it to who shot J.R. Because everybody was glued that. to the TV. I got this. And they, and, and they was, I know I watched every trial, I think, of the O.J. Simpson trial. And uh, <laughs> we watched every, uh, mostly every episode of the who shot J.R. Yeah. It's amazing, huh? Wow. That brings back memories there, man. Yep. Bobby, what do you got to say about that one? We, I never watched it. I, I was too young to watch it, but I remember that so well. Um, we actually just got our first, uh, first Betamax, not VCR, Betamax. <laughs> and we actually, we actually taped it because we were, we were curious now. You know, we, we didn't really know the characters. You really had the choice. If you watched or you didn't watch it, you knew who JR was. You knew who the people were. Because they were all over the magazine. The same magazine you would buy to read about Madonna and Michael Jackson, whatever, they were in the magazine. You know what I'm saying? They were in front page. So even though I didn't watch it, I was very familiar with the characters. So uh, we taped it. We actually taped it. Uh, even though I didn't watch it, we taped it. So it was a, it was a big part of the 80s. It was huge. It really I think was. that was the mid-80s. That was the biggest topic of the whole year for that Who Shot JR. That was a big, big, big thing back in the, back in the day. And it was... yes. If I'm not mistaken, maybe I got the episodes wrong, but wasn't that uh, something to do with his brother in the shower? Mm, no, or something no. like that. Somebody, yeah, remember. somebody wasn't shower. Yeah, it was so long ago. Yeah, but Kevin, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe shot him, though. But it was the last one that shot him, Robert. You're talking Let about yeah, years, was I, I want to ask you guys this question. Do you think when the producers of that uh, uh, series, do you think when they had that scene, who shot, you know, when they, they, they shot JR, do you think it was going to, do you think they thought it was going to be that? Big no, big? probably not. I don't probably think not. So. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I, I actually really watched an so. interview with it, and nobody on the show knew who shot JR because they, they, they uh, pre taped it. Yeah, they had to keep it a seat. They kept it on the download. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. So they must have known. It was a big setup. They must, I mean, I don't, I don't think it probably don't be that huge, but it was definitely a big build up because nobody on the show knew who actually did it. Sure. Well, guys, let's go to another song. Let's go back for a bite. Yeah, hey, Shelter, 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 Shelter. Yes, Before sir. we go to the song, I'm sorry, but I wanted to let everybody know that in 1980, uh, gas California was a dollar sixteen. A quart of milk That's was right. sixty three cents. Bread was four fifty four cents. A pack of cigarettes was sixty cents. And Bobby Dew's basket nineteen eighty was fourteen ninety five. <laughs> How do you like that? Nineteen eighty. It was fourteen ninety five back oh then. Oh my god! Did you imagine? Yeah, but inflation, <laughs> <Eddie>, inflation. <laughs> uh, 
Well, we've got a bunch of uh, people online that's uh, called in to listen to the show. Guys, if you want to get into this conversation, you want to play, I want me to play a song for you guys, press one. I'll gladly play uh, any requests that you guys want. we got a bunch of songs here from the 80s. Am I, am and, I taking uh, up a space, guys? Does someone else want to come on? Not at all. No, not at all, Bobby. You are not taking up no, no space good, at all. You just got a lot of people are just listening. I guess they're enjoying the show too much, and they don't want to press 1 to come online. But if you guys don't want to come on, press 1. We'll bring you guys on and tell us some of your memories of the 80s. And right now we're going to go to a song. This is a blast from the past. I think this is about 82, 83. Bobby Do, you can't do this rough to this song. But you're more than welcome to get up and boogie as much as you want. So here we go, guys. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this. I don't have a boogie left.
right, guys, we're back. Hope you guys enjoyed that blast from the past. Fantastic. I think that was the 80. That was Shannon. I think that was an 82 or 83, somewhere around that era. Hey, Bob, I got okay, a question got for you, Mr. Bobby Doo. Okay, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Let me ask you this question. Sorry, was you into any of the 80s fads, like the dress fads? Uh, with, uh, like uh, All of them. <laughs> all of them. I had the spiky really? hair. I had the, uh, oh, my God, yeah. It was a big, big, uh, Bobby Doo had spiky hair. Bobby Doo uh, had spiky hair. I was a picture of me in the 80s. Uh, I was a big Benetton fan. Wore a lot of Benetton sweaters. Uh, wow. Spiky hair, there, was this, there was this medicine that you put your hair like purple or gold and you spray it in. <laughs> uh, I was a punk rocker. Wow. I was a punk rocker, yeah. I was a Sabina Hagen and the Pesh Mode and the Clash. Uh, in the early wow. 80s. So, yes, I did I did it all. Of course, in the late 80s was Cabaret Cheese, U-Man, uh, which kind of answers the, the, what I was about to say. As far as malls goes, you guys remember, well, I mean, I'll speak for myself. In the 70s, we had this one mall out of Atlantic City. It's a place called Cherry Hill. I'm sure that uh, whoever was sitting in the remember the Cherry Hill Mall. When we went to the Cherry Hill Mall, it was the event of the year. It was like going to Disneyland. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. You know, we would spend the entire day there. We would shop and eat. It was fantastic. Then around 81, we had the Ocean One Mall on the boardwalk. And uh, the, the places in the malls then were so much better, so much cooler, and so much individual. And every mall you'd go to would look a little different, and you would go to particular malls for particular shops. Now there's a mall every eight blocks. And they're That's all right. the malls. And I, I can't listen. I since I left my city in '99, I've pretty much been around the country. And you always stop to a mall when you're in a new town. There were so many times I forgot what town I was in, because all the malls are cookie cutter malls. They're all owned by, I think, by two companies, and they make them look identical. So even the malls are not the same as they were in the '80s. You guys remember? Right. Well, I'll tell you what I remember about the malls, like what you were talking about, because we used to hang out at malls all day long. I don't know why. Yes, but the I malls were mall indoor out. malls. Yeah, they were all yeah. indoors. Uh, yeah. The food court was the main spot. We had all our friends. Everybody would, even Gage, would all hang out at that mall, right. and we'd sit there from morning till night to closing time. All right? That's right. And we did the you know what? It was the greatest time in the world. And it was we safe. Had and it was tapes. safe. It yeah, was it was safe. safe. We had mixtapes. We had uh, Walkmans and uh, cassettes. cassettes. The new generation, they were yeah. little things that used to play music. CDs ain't been around forever, guys. This is something different. No. All right? No. And CDs and, are going out now. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. They are. Yeah. But I remember trading tapes with people back in the days. You will not play. All right? Yes. They had the club mix. They had all that stuff on, the, on cassettes. And I remember trading them. That's right. All right? And it was a blast. Mall, it was a blast. Was like it was. Now you know, and no matter where, so you, uh, we was in Canada at the time. Uh, you were in Jersey. Age, Larry, you was in L.A. But we was all doing the same things. Yeah, yeah, and great shops, Miracle on Oak Tree, and the Wild Pear, and Hotford, and all of these great shops. You know, now everything is the Gap. Uh, every mall has a Gap. Every mall has a, 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 a more of a sports look, jeans. And so, I mean, back, if you guys remember back when we were shopping in the mall, you could buy real clothes. You could buy suits. You can buy, you know, nice shoes and uh, nice shirts. You can't be, there's no, men, there's no men's shops left in the malls like there was in the 80s. No. 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 Not at all. Not at all. 
that went just away. Like, that like that that out like disco. You know, yeah, being a, yeah. a big man, I remember going in the mall and it was no problem because but you're a big guy. There was no problem. Now the no. a guy you actually stopped me at the door and says, No, we don't got your size. I remember That's going right. to the mall, getting my size, no problem. Uh now it's like if you don't look like that mannequin, <laughs> it ain't right. gonna fit you. Wow, we have been <laughs> segregated. We have been segregated to a place called DXL. Uh the big Wow, they got that all over. Uh, so we're not allowed in the mall anymore. We have our own little private club <laughs> outside of the mall uh, that we go to. Cool, I like that. You know, I got to yeah. say, I did not go through any of the, the fads of the '80s with the clothes. I did not wear eyeliners. I did not do the the spiky oh, I hair. No. I did spiky eyeliner. Uh, I didn't do none of that stuff. Uh, I remember one time because Miami Vice, I wore oh, a suit. With, oh, uh, with a T-shirt, and I felt so stupid. Yeah. I didn't have a shirt and a tie on. All right. No, no. So I wasn't, into, I wasn't into none of that stuff. I was yeah. into a pair of pants and a polo shirt, and I'm still in the same style since I was as a, as a kid. <laughs> I tell you what, Robert, uh, guys. I was listening to you guys talking. You guys brought some things up, and maybe go like, wow. Uh, Bobby, you mentioned something. You, you mentioned Cavaricci. It's, well, it was Z Cavaricci, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. I remember those yes. pants when that came out. And uh, yes. back in the day, uh, back in the 80s, maybe late 80s, they came out with the neckties. They came out with leather neckties, real skinny ones, if you guys remember. That's right. Okay? Yeah. And uh, we used to dress, and we used to go to the halls. We were in L.A. at the time. I forgot that Akko's name, Devla, who... Uh, uh, Dressed like that, but it was the style back then. You wore a suit or a sport coat or whatever. You wore weddings, la, whatever it was, bolimos. You would push the sleeves up, okay? Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> push the sleeves up. Yeah, that's right. Definitely. Yeah. But now, Colorado, I want you guys Colorado to check something. Now, I want, to check, I, 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 I want you guys to look at something. Look at, now, that was the 80s. Today, we're in the 20, you know, uh, 2019, 2020. Guess what? The skinny pants at the bottom... With the suits, they're back in. You see people now, some, you see some places pushing up their sleeves on their jackets. Look how it's yeah. all, how about the, the skinny neckties? Maybe they're not leather, but they're silk, but they're real skinny. Look how they're it skinny, comes yeah. back. Yeah, That's it right. all comes back somehow, some way. We, you know, we, like, we're more than like, to see uh, uh, <laughs> Robert, Robert mentioned the Walkman with the earphones, earphones or Walkman will zip tie your side of the belt. Well, today... You know, to, to, today's kids will see that on a movie show. There's you're so stupid. You know, they would say that. Look how crazy that was. <laughs> today, now, but now watch this. Their walk, now the Walkman back then is like their iPod and with their okay. uh, uh, Apple earphones with the wire hanging down their ear. That's what it basically was today. See? Yeah. You know, but just different technology. <laughs> But well, back wait, to Larry said about the skinny ties. I, I got to jump in real fast on something, guys. Sorry, I just got to jump in here. See, I, we had a trick in Canada. I don't know if everybody else did this. Rather than go buy skinny ties, we just used to flip the regular ties around and tie the, the skinny part on top, <laughs> and uh, the fat part would go inside the shirt. So that's what we got that. the skinny ties. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Wow. So, well, I'll tell you what that, I've done one time. I, uh, back in the 80s, Robert, you might remember this. Uh, today, I have, I barely got hair on my head. Okay, but back in the day, the 80s, I had a decent, I had a nice set of hair. 
So what I done was, because it was the thing back in the 80s, I went, Eddie, and I permed my hair. You understand? I permed my hair. I went, we got ready to, ready to go to a party. And, Steve, I don't know I'm not supposed to blow dry my hair. So my color, my bulb, but he got ready, dressed up sharp. I kind of blow dry, so I my bulb. God, it was like, like I put my Afro. finger in a light plug. I swear to you. Yeah, pure Afro. I had it. So, uh, you know, stupid things. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I was only 14 years old, and um, I was a big punk rocker then at the year 14, uh, age of 14 years old. And instead of hairspray, what us punk rockers used to do is put sugar and water uh, in a pump and spray our hair with sugar and I water. I heard of that. Yes, rock. I heard of that. Yeah. It was Stray Cats. You guys remember the Stray Cats? Yeah. Yeah. The Stray Cats, sure. They were, they were kind of a 50s bad, but in the 80s. <laughs> they were yeah, like they were rockabilly. Yeah, uh, so they they used to do it once we heard that using sugar water in her hair, and I guess that's why I don't have any more hair now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you can you can blame that on the eighties. You can definitely blame that. On that. Well, I don't have But guys, let's go to something right now. I want to see if you guys remember this aggravating little woman. Right, I, I don't know, she used to get on my nerves, but I want to see what you guys got to think about this. Yes, we know it's a big fluffy Talk bun. to the manager. It is the manager. Where's the beef? He's putting us under the supervisor. You asked me, but you didn't. We should call the owner. At Wendy's, the hamburger we modestly call a single has more beef than the Big Mac whole one. We've got the owner. Hello? Where's the beef? <laughs> Wendy's kind of people never ask, where's the beef? I don't think there's anybody there. I really don't. <laughs> Man, that was the most annoying little woman I've ever seen in my life. I couldn't stand that, that was woman. Huge, <laughs> uh, that was the first Trent commercial that went viral, I guess you can call it, that I remember. Where's the beef? It was T-shirts, caps. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was a... Word that was used a lot. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Even yeah, I come, when I come home, when I come home and I, I call you, honey, where's the beef? Where's the food? Where's yeah. the beef? <laughs> yeah. Well, it I'll became you guys an everyday story. word. Thirty some years later, people still say, "Where's the beef?" Yeah. I'll, I'll, tell, you right. quick, I'll tell you a quick story, Robert. Uh, when that commercial first came out, afterwards, uh, Papo, Big Mike, Cherda Slak, Alched, Voslavilas. And Robert, you remember the people, Pepa and Blasio Tadieto. Do you remember them? Yes. Iwanoviches yes. in LA? Okay. Now, the Gdaiwoni Pepa Tadieto, she was a very jokeable, short, little, chunky little woman, but the most jokeable woman in the world. Even her husband was a very big, jokeable man. So, so they sarme anglegoni potato salad and then it will new studio at Chippy Sanda. Where's the beef? Everybody died laughing. Because she because they didn't put no muss about whatever you want to call it the beef. Hey, but son, she, where but, is but it? she brought that out as a joke. And uh we I, I hear that commercial, I hear that phrase, I always think of it. Yeah, thirty seven years later. And funny, you remember that thing? Has it been that thirty was, years? Uh, Guys, it's it's been been 80, 40, 40 years ago. Yeah. 40 years ago. 40 some years ago, yeah. Has to be, yeah. Hey, guys, I got a request for a song from somebody in the chat room because we have somebody in our chat room. 
I'm going to play this one for, i got to try to figure this name out, Vegas Girl 702. Oh, this person always asks for songs on the air. So we're going to play a song. We're going to go back to, uh, again, I think this was 1984. So this is a special request for a special fan, for a good friend of ours that listens to the show. So let's play this one for her.
All right, guys, we're back. That was for Vegas Girl 702. Hope you enjoyed that one, sweetie. Guys, who's the girl that's singing? Kind of what, what's the girl's that name that's Pat, singing the song? Pat, Pat Benatar. Pat, yes, Pat, that was Benatar. Benatar. Pat there Benatar. There it is. Fantastic, fantastic video, fantastic song. She, she, Pat Benatar was known as a rock singer. She was in rock music. She was a rocker chick, and that was kind of like her first pop song, and it was huge. That was I remember her song back, back in the day because I was, I was into rock music and still am. I see uh, Van Halen, ACDC, uh, yeah, all that kind of music. Chick. That's what I was into. Yeah, I was yeah. not a uh, Duran Duran fan. I was not a for some yeah, reason, I don't know why, but I was infatuated with the Culture Club. I thought that was the greatest group of all time. I still do. I never had a chance to see them either. I would love, I'd never see them in concert. Who, uh, Culture Club? Yeah, I never got to see them. No, I thought they were great. Uh, wham! You know what, that whole British invasion, when it, when it happened around 83, 85, uh, yeah. was pretty, pretty hot. And if you remember the music scene back then, every week... It was either somebody from Britain doing something, and then like uh, uh, Hall & Oates would come back with something. You know, it was like a U.S. versus Britain, British kind of deal. It, it, that's what Every it week was. There, was. there was a new number one song, and it was uh, it was all wow. The music scene back then, you will never, will never relive that again. No, no. Now well, you know what? A lot of bad language and a lot of uh, violence and a lot of stuff you can't listen to. No, you Dolly, you can't listen to the music nowadays. No way, no. sir. I'll, I'll no, tell you that no. what. I think, this is my opinion again, I think maybe one of the greatest videos that ever came out, I don't know, Robert, I might be spoiling it or not, I don't know what you have planned playing, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, I believe it came out in 1985. It was right after the music awards. It was We Are the World. I know oh, you guys all know that video. Yeah. yeah that I know was, the singers got that was together. One of the most yeah, that was amazing when that. And they redid it not too long ago. But uh, a whole yeah, bunch of other I didn't like it. I'm sorry, I didn't like it. It didn't go nowhere. It, okay. it didn't go nowhere. It went nowhere. It, nothing it was a shame. It was an embarrassment what they did. They never should touch that song. What they should have done was got the original singers. All right, because everyone yeah, was alive. Some were late. They're all dead. No, they were also alive. They could have added a couple to, more to people to it the, if they wanted to, but. You can't replicate video. something like that. No, you no, can't. No, 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 no. Ever. no. Michael Jackson. But even then, were, even then it was, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Band-Aid, I think it was called, uh, in England. Yes. All the English guys that got together, then the states went to follow. Those are amazing. You know, I, I those are something the video beyond. I think, I think about a week ago, Robert, maybe two weeks ago, I, for no reason, I, went, I go on YouTube and I just type in We Are The World. And I was watching it, and I'm looking at the at the video, and I'm looking at Michael Jackson, no longer here. Uh, the, the, who else? Who else had passed away? Um, that was in those videos. Uh, Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Ray Charles, Ray Charles passed away. Uh, was a, a, a and few I think other James ones. Ingram. That was yeah, the James only three that was uh, that were uh, that's gone. I think. Springsteen. They had. Uh, I mean, they had. Uh, uh, I mean, that was. I can't lie. That was nice. That was like about wow. That I mean, still today, you play that video somewhere, and you're gonna stop and watch it. Well, you know do me saying? a favor, Just, Larry. That video do me a, a favor. Watch the re- uh, watch the making. Watch the making of We Are the World when you get a chance. Where do all the act? Uh, where all the singers get together? It's the making before they start doing the video. 
They're all getting together, well, doing their voices, doing everything, getting everything. It's, it's a blast. It's a blast. But if you remember, uh, if you remember Eddie, uh, back in '85, they went right from the music awards. They went straight. I believe Quincy Jones straight to was the, the studio. The, yep. They went straight to the studio. And yep, that's right. Exactly. Of course, uh, yeah, they, they, they didn't pre-sing it. They did, no, right from there, they boom, they did it. And that, that's what it. was amazing about it, you know? Hey, Bobby, do you remember when a new video was about to premiere and they would talk about it and you'd have to be home at that certain time because on some show they're going to premiere the video uh, with like Michael Jackson and Billie Jean I'm or sorry, Thriller? When they would premiere hey, a video. No, I was saying uh, back in the thriller. day when... Uh, yeah, Thriller. Yeah, they'd, I, they'd I have that premiere like for the video. Week. It was on and I still watch it. I still, I still get amazed. It was before time... Uh, thriller, yeah. the the effects of it, the song, of course, the, the dance moves, it just it hits you, you know. It does. Thriller it does. Personally, the we were all excited when the new song was about to come out. You know, they knew how to promote yeah, it. Yeah, they, they knew how to. Definitely, definitely. And do you ever go into a record store and take your fifteen, twenty bucks or whatever it was? Cause I think the record was only six cents at the time, right? And buying a forty-five or buying an album. Yeah, man, that was something. That was something. You, that was a great time. If you if you remember, Robert, when you bought a forty-five, you had to buy that little orange or yellow thing to put in the middle of it, so you could put That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might be red. I always got the red one. <laughs> I, I always ended up with the yellow one. I always ended up with the yellow one. Oh, did you really? Well, here's something for you guys. I don't know if you guys remember this from back in the day, but we'll talk about it in a minute. Let's get to this one. Sure, Sir Isaac Newton unraveled the mysteries of gravity, but could he have unraveled the mysteries of Rubik's Cube? Three weeks ago, Judge Smith retired to her chambers with Exhibit A, Rubik's Cube. She hasn't been seen since. Warning, once you get your hands on Rubik's Cube, you may never be able to put it down. Rubik's Cube. Over three billion combinations, but just one solution from Ideal. Okay, question for you guys. How many of you guys got one and threw it in the wall the first half an hour? That was the most precaution for you ever. Because I never did it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the heart, the tears, the I aggravation. Always got the gr- I always got one away from the green. Maybe two, three from the blue. <laughs> but what I do? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I just pressed I it. It was, it. It's... I don't even know I anyone could. who ever did it. I'll be, I'll be honest. I I, 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 took, I took off the I th- I'm sorry, Shelton. I used to take off the tapes and put them on there, light them yeah. up. I used to take them off. Back <laughs> <laughs> that stickers. Yeah. <laughs> Back then there was a sticker yeah. on them. Yeah. Yeah. My Shelton. father bought me one uh, when I was a kid. I brought it home and said, "Try and figure this out." And I sat there for a half an hour trying to to put it together. I was like, "What the." I took it, I threw it in the wall, and watched it bust in a million pieces. And I never touched what I've said. It was addictive, it, it was addictive. It was, it was crazy. crazy because you would get it full. You would get all the colors, and you would make two moves. And, you'd tell and lose it all. Right. You play someone I made a left and a right. Just trying to prove to my friends I did it, I'll make the, the right and the left. Yeah, you're never getting it back. You know. Even though you just made two <laughs> moves. And then I remember watching the show. I think it was called That's Incredible. Okay, yes. back in the day. And they brought these Chinese, Chinese kids. And within 30 to 40 seconds, they were doing it. 
Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It was it was a, an addicting, aggravating toy. It's well, you know, there's no competition. There's there's yeah, still there's competition. No competition they still have it. Yeah, Chani so, Mano, you know, Chani Mano holds two in his hand and does it with one hand on each side and really? does them both. Forget it's unbelievable. That. You got to see it on YouTube. They let they let the kids stare at it for ten seconds, then blindfold them. <laughs> I've seen that one last week. And wow. He doesn't yeah. Let them look put in his hand. He looks around it. He gets about a minute in, and they blindfold him, and then boom, 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 boom. I've got to see if I can find that. That's a good one. i like to yeah. see that one. Wow. Ridiculous. Wow. If you guys remember, like, ten different kind of games came out. There was a pyramid that came out like that. That's uh, right. There was right. a pyramid one. There was, like, seven, eight different kind that came out uh, that you could have done, like, a type of Rubik's Cube. It was a keychain, if but I remember. I think, the Rubik's uh, Cube, I think the Rubik's Cube became an icon of the world. I, it I, is. I, that's what it I did. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's, Definitely. It, yeah, it's, it's part of public No, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby just killed me just now. He said they even had the keychain. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did. The keychain. Yes, they did. The yes, they did. The yeah, pyramid. The oh, man. All right, guys, let's have a little uh, fun right now. It was a lot of you guys were TV buffs back in the day, right? I want you guys to tell me what uh, what show is this uh, theme song from. Okay, so get ready for this one. Come on, guys. Think really, really good. Wow, you guys shocked me on that one. Of course. Miami Vice. Uh, that was Miami Vice. You got that one good. I barely watched it. It was the number one show around the world. I watched a few episodes. At that time, the mall was the thing. You know, if you guys remember, like I was talking earlier, I was a mall rat. Uh, so I believe it came out on Friday nights, was it? Did it come out on Friday nights? Yeah, it was Thursday or Friday, I think it was. It might have been Thursday or Friday, and uh, I would be at the mall, so I, I barely watched it. Uh, but the few times I had to watch it, was a great show. Well, i got to be I honest with you. I was a fan of it then, but now I watch it and I enjoy it. It was a, it was a good show, but it was, back in that, you that time, it, it was You can find it, but does it still come on? Yeah, it still comes on. Well, and, uh, what is it called? It's either MeTV or Retro Channel. Wow. Right, the channel here in Vegas that brings on all the old shows, and they bring this one on too. I believe, if you guys don't I believe, you know what? Check it next time you watch it. I believe that all his quotes are by Hugo Boss. Well, see, um, that's the been... reason why I used to watch it. That's the only reason why I used to watch it was to watch the, just to see the cars and and the dressing back in when that yeah, came out. I, I, I believe that Hugo Boss became mainstream. Yeah, every Hugo Boss had a white suit with a pink shirt. You know. Yeah, I, I think if next time whoever watches it. Check it out. I think the British show was Hugo Boss that he was wearing. He became mainstream at that time. Uh, but of course, Hugo Boss, and if you guys want to switch it for a second, the sweatshirt in Rocky. <laughs> How many of you guys had the sweatshirt that said Boss on there from the, from the Rocky movie? Right, right. You know what? I always wanted that shirt, but I never had it. Really? And I got to tell you why. I got to tell you why. I'm, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it. I've never been a skinny person. Okay, 
uh, and Hugo Boss don't really make two X, right? They're yeah. two X really an X of art. <laughs> oh, okay. I understand. And uh, I just couldn't get one to fit. I mean, I tried. I tried. Yeah. So I'm not shy to say it, but it's God. I just couldn't get one to fit. But I wanted that shirt for years, <laughs> right? <laughs> I feel so, bad for you, Shot. I really do, man. I feel bad. That's yeah, true. I've been a two well, X since I was like uh, twenty some years old, <laughs> all right, and I just couldn't get it to fit. So, yeah, and when I, I did find one, fourteen, fifteen. So, I was in decent shape. I I had the uh, the black one with the white boss on there. If you guys remember, the look was the Hugo Boss sweatshirt and the Porsche glasses, of course. That's you right. You had yeah. to have the Porsche glasses. You know, well, you have a little yeah. the Porsche glasses fit. Porsche those glasses were okay. Right. Wow, well, I remember but, uh, those glasses, the Porsche glasses. I remember yeah, those. They were the they were like designers. the aviators. Like the, I remember. Wow, I forgot all about yeah. those, man. Yeah, I actually, I think call them Porsche. Actually, I think back in the day, the Porsche, uh, the Porsche designers, the glass you guys are talking about, they popped out and you put other different lenses in them. Yeah, that was that's right. Portion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, that's right. I remember that. Go try to buy those today. Well, I bet you they're very expensive. They're eight hundred. They're eight fifty. Wow. Yeah, probably these. so. A lot of guys, a lot of guys maybe bought vintage ones or have them from their grandfather because they're very hard to find. But the two I did find was eight fifty, eight seventy five. Wow. Glasses. Yeah. Um, but Eddie Murphy had a real nice pair. If you guys remember, I, I'm not sure what movie it was in, but I remember he had like a black and gold that was real nice. Uh, but the Porsche glasses back then was like three seventy five. It was ridiculous money in the eighties for a pair of sunglasses. There was. Well, but there the, was a lot it, of money. It was a lot of money. I remember paying three seventy five. You know, over three hundred. But if you didn't, have I a paid two hundred fifty dollars for a Malayway one time in L.A. Really? at a swap meet. All right. See, that's and why. What about a swap meet? And they, I don't know if they were knockoffs or not, but whatever the hell they were. They they worked, they worked. Had the Porsche lenses. They came with two. They came in a uh, beautiful black box. Yeah. And they came with two pair of lenses. Right. Yeah. Oh. And still they were both great ones. Well, I they're still beautiful sunglasses. They're still. Yeah, they are. They still are. Yeah. They still are. Yeah. Oh, they they are. Nice. I think. Mm. Very nice. Yeah. All right, guys. We're running a little bit. Nice. Uh, they had a yellow lens. Uh, we're good. We got about 20 minutes left to this. I got to get to another song real fast. We got to do something here. I'm going to go back to a time. Well, Bobby, you do a lot of videos and you do a lot of weddings, all right? Yes. And whenever this yes. song comes on, you always hear women running to the dance floor. All you hear is bangle bracelets. That's <laughs> <laughs> all you hear. Is a, you hear running, you hear the heels hitting the floor real fast, and you hear bangle braces. Going. What, what you when I play the song, about? you guys will understand what I'm talking about. Here we go, guys. Enjoy don't this
right, guys, we're back. Hope you guys enjoyed that blast from the past. And Bobby, wow. do me a favor. Next time you go to a wedding, you will hear the bangle braces, the Puriagonia <laughs> running to the dance floor. That's that song. Right. June 20, 1985 was my monkey Morgan, and that was the song, uh, you know, <laughs> they played over and over. So I, I associate myself with that song a lot. Great song. Lime. You want to know what's funny about this? Okay, Lime is a band from Montreal. Okay. The original singer died, I think, in 1991. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the Romania kept this band alive because of this song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. They were well, not a popular they, they, band. No, they were wasn't. not popular. They had a few good songs, but because of the money, and they still hire uh, these lime bands to come to the weddings to play. God damn them. God forgive me. They're the worst impersonators, and the Romania, I go up to them, we're your biggest fans. We've been listening to you. Okay, they're 40 something years old. <laughs> it wasn't even live when these songs came out. Wait a minute, wait a minute. They're not the original, Bobby? No. no, no, they're not. They're Are you amazing? I mean, I'm freaking out because they have them at the weddings. Uh, they have them at the no, weddings. The no, not at all. I met wow, I didn't know back, that. Back in the, yeah, back in the 80s, I met the originals in Atlantic City. Paul uh, had a British guy going with the guy. She was a tall blonde. Uh, brilliant musicians, but no, they, they the company that owned Lime hired these two people to be Lime now. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Look oh, wow, I did not are. know that. They can take those music back in 77, 78. Think about it. Old Dave, we're going to love the That's night. true. Yeah. They're, they're, they're 75 years old now. Exactly. Well, the original singer, <laughs> the guy that sang the song, he died. He died in the early 90s. And the original, the uh, guy, the original member from the from the band from, the, from then, she's on a wheelchair with MS. Right. Okay. I mean, they're, they're old people, so they're they're. The, the, the single was old back then, guys. <laughs> the original single was an old. Exactly. Band. But uh, I got it. I got informed. Wait till I tell the wife. I'm gonna tell her. You know that line? They're fake. They're fake. <laughs> yes, they're just fake. They look fake. They're just karaoke singers, guys. That's all they are. High, that's great. But it's like okay. But wow. Yeah, but you know, guys, I, I want to tell you guys something. I'll tell you guys, though, how popular that song still today is. My grandson just walked in the room, and he goes, Papa, what are you listening to? I go, no, man, your, uh, Uncle Robert's doing the radio show. Do you know this song? Yeah, no, my grandson was born in 2003, Bobby. He goes and says, yeah, Be- Papa, that's a uh, wow. unexpected lovers. And walk. Wow. And he started singing the song. Wow. Good, well, right? get out of the room now. <laughs> you, know, but, you know, I'll tell you guys. That song, any wedding today, any hall today, you play, it still packs the dance Definitely. floor. I, I swear to God. No matter what. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely, yes. Very white, uh, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Forget it. Very white. People, yeah. like, people like that at weddings. Songs like that at weddings, they don't die out. They don't die out. People still love them. Every generation. Well, we got about, about 12 minutes left to the show. Uh, we just... We didn't really scratch the surface of the 80s, of all the things that went on. But you know what, guys? It was a great show. I had a lot of fun with you guys. Uh, and I want to, I want to talk to Bobby Do now. Oh, it was a pleasure. <laughs> it was a pleasure. But I got a question for you. What do you got coming up now? Uh, what does the future hold for Bobby Do right now? What do we got to look forward to? Uh, I'm doing weddings, of course. Uh, I don't know if I have any documentaries left at the moment. Uh, I'm so busy right now, and I'm so grateful that my basket business has taken off 
more than more than I expected, to be honest with you. I mean, I got a lot of backlash for it, uh, a lot of haters out there. And, uh, oh, that's normal. I'll that's loop territory. Yeah, I know. I know. I'll tell you my heart. I was going to give up. I was. I, I didn't want to take it anymore. Nah. But, uh, no, no, Bobby. Don't do that, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Bobby, I believe God. you got more more likers than you do haters. I'll be honest with you. Thank you. That that, that you. basket, they're, they're, that Bobby Do basket, it it flew. I'm telling you, it, it flew. It, it I, became an icon it, it, it of the really woman. Has. I guarantee you. It really has. It's become a status now. Uh, a lot of people that went to see their daughter are, are uh, looking at a girl for a daughter-in-law. They would take a Bobby Do basket instead of red bottoms. <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, well, that's so right. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's cool. But you know, a lot like of people that. don't realize. See, a lot of people don't understand about that. You're doing a service for people, but they don't realize the hustle and bustle what it takes to put that basket together. It, it does. Really it takes a lot. You go in New York. You go in New York City and yeah. go to the store, the store, the store. Yeah. I, I would have a nervous breakdown from the, from the mm-hmm. traffic. It's I'll be honest with you. It's, you it's not. It, it really isn't. And, and a lot of people understand that. I'll, I'll point to you because you guys are educated men on stuff about the state. People think that I'm charging $25 a box for Devil Dog. No. No. You're, you're no. getting charged three nine two ninety nine what the what it costs. But if you order 12 boxes of Devil Dogs, you understand? I'll go into a supermarket, and there's only four boxes. Now i got to go to another right. supermarket and pick up another Damn. three boxes. And exactly. Go to another supermarket, you understand? And then if you, want, if you want the Dr. Brown, that's at another market. The Hollow's at another that's market. Right. Yes, I'm sick, so I'm going to four or five different markets, and then the bakers, the two different bakeries to get the bread, the one bakery to get the donuts, the bakers to get the donuts. No, you take your time the out, man. Sure. Yes, I'm saying it's an a, a eight-hour day. I'm going but to then you got to go to get the charlie yeah. sauce, and then you got to do all that. Uh, yeah, that's uh, awesome. that's, that's you know? a whole other story. It's a two-hour drive uh, in New York uh, to, from, from here to Brooklyn, and then bring it home in the same day. Wrap it up real nice in a basket, and then sit in the post office for two and a half hours. <laughs> and where's your and where's your gas? Where's your gas? And where you're exactly. gonna bully? Exactly. Where, exactly. And where you're gonna go taste food too? For what exactly. I mean, I mean, come on, Bobby. Exactly. Listen exactly. to me, Bobby. You're gonna always in Romania. There always gotta be somebody to knock somebody down. But it always been like that. But you know what, my man? You keep doing what you're doing because I love what you're Thank doing. You. Okay. You know what? Home entrepreneur. Bobby and I gotta Thank add you. something to that. I heard you yes. say that somebody ordered a basket and they wanted a pair of red bottoms in it. Well, you know, I was always thinking. I used to. T- I would always ask my wife. I wonder if I was to contact him on Instagram, tell him I want nothing but devil dogs and Yankee doodles, and go to Pat's and put me and freeze me a couple of cheesesteaks and send them off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> boy, Larry. I'd like to you up on it. Uh, yeah. the, the truth is this. The truth is this. When I first started, I did devil dogs, and I did perishable food that was easy because I. I really built this business from nothing, uh, to be honest with you. But this year, the second year, I added the bread. I added the caponata. I added the super sauce. Very nice. Stuff, you know, so this year, I'm pretty sure I'm going to start doing cold food. Uh, so I might be able to start setting uh, knishes and hot dogs and cheesecake. Yeah. Uh, there you I go, the knishes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely going to be a... a, a Hey, Bobby, uh, Bobby, uh, quick question, Bobby, before we get off the air. Like, since you've been on the radio station and all that, you think we can get some kind of little discount, brother? I appreciate it. If I get <laughs> sure. a discount out of basket. Yes, whatever you want. You know that. That's I'm joking. Guy. I love you, man. I no, love you, man. It was nice having you on the show, bro. Uh, I just have a question. Maybe you said it already. I don't know how much your baskets are, 
but uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure they're all different prices. But I do gotta say this, yeah. and I say this for all truth. Uh, they're very beautiful baskets. I, Thank I mean, very beautiful. I, was, I like them. No, the I mean, they're very, very classy. The girls, my wife, uh, they did the body, and my mother do all the decorations. They, they do all that. Wow. Motor, wow. Oh, and they the do money. fantastic the Thank you. And just but I got a question I want to ask you, Bobby. Yes. To make one basket, is it about a three-day procedure? Uh, it takes a day. It takes a day. It takes well, okay, so it's, it depends what's, It depends what's in it. Uh, the girls can do about three baskets a day. Depends what in it, and and that's the, the, the answer to the other question. What they cost, it depends on what you want in it. Some people right. order four bagels, two corn muffins, uh, one halva, and you know two donuts. That's one price. Uh, they're all custom made, and I believe that's why it became so popular. Because I don't tell you, here's a basket for hundred fifty dollars. You're going to get six bagels, two halvas, and uh, a bottle of soda. Well, maybe I don't want six bagels. Maybe I want two bagels. And I want sure. one halva, and you know what I'm saying? So you get to custom make what you want in there. Uh, I don't want to sell you something that you don't want. So I think that's why it became so popular, because you can give me your list, and you can pay for what you actually want. Uh, so I don't have any pre- I had to, uh, Listen, the, the Christmas Mafia basket was an explosion. <laughs> it was an absolute explosion. Wow. It went off. Yeah. It, it, it what, what, what was in there, buddy? What, uh, what was in there? Uh, okay, there was Italian bread. There was um, uh, some. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the caponata. It's an eggplant. Uh, it's got eggplants sure. and olives, and it's, a, it's an Italian uh, uh, dish, a dip. There was a supersata, which is a, a spicy Italian pepperoni, like a large pepperoni. Also, there was a bread uh, stuffed with black olives. But the most popular, two most popular things in that one were something called uh, the mafia bread. I call it mafia bread, but it's called a meat bread. And in the bread is baked uh, prosciutto, uh, mozzarella, wow. cheddar, and pepperoni is inside the bread. You put it in the oven to come down. Book Island. Book Island. I some Bocanico, Bobby. What does that basket go for, Bobby? The rainbow donut. What is that? The, the, Italian, the Italian cake, you know, the, the three colors of green, red. Italian cake, yes. well, it's an actual donut with with jelly in between the layers, chocolate covered, that uh, just shipped it around the world to Canada, to Portland, Oregon, Hawaii. I've shipped this, so it, it, those two are the most popular things I have. What does that basket go for, Bob? The basket itself is $200. $200. That's not bad. With all that stuff, that's not yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, and plus shipping, though, plus the shipping. Uh, is you know, it's always different. It's different for California. It's different for Texas. Different for right. Portland. Uh, so it depends where you're shipping. Well, you see, when you mentioned the jelly donut, I tell you what came to my mind. <laughs> the movie Fat Show. Give me the key. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the suck the jelly out of donut and put the. We love that scene, of course. And we've all yeah. tried it. I've sucked the jelly jelly donut and put a peanut butter. Cup. <laughs> sure. Well, we talked about this before, well, Bob. Without you being on the show. Right, me and my Eddie, my cousin Michael, we're proud of what you do. We're proud of what yep. you do because you oh, took yeah, an idea and you it. with it. Thank you. you know, I heard some people started uh, making a. I don't know how true it is. They said from the West Coast they was they was making a uh, taco, uh, not Taco Bell, Jack in the Box tacos. What he showed. I don't yes. know how true that was. Yes, yes, they but did that's do what it. they said. They did do it. Yeah, they did, they did. it, but it, <laughs> it, 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 it didn't go through though. Uh, you know, a lot of people went through it. It was a sure. big trend. People tried it, uh, but then it just kind of that. Again, the reason why I believe mine was so popular stood 
is because I don't always want to eat tacos from California. But today I might start having a devil dog, two bagels, and a halva. Tomorrow I might want to do the caponada and the donut exactly. and a... Exactly. Exactly. So I gave them a variety. That's why I believe that my fast is popular because you don't have to order just one thing. And you know, you've got a lot of East Coast people. you got a lot of East Coast people move to the West Coast now and haven't had yes. all that, what you said, in exactly. many, many years. That's a or West Coast people have never been to the East Coast, and they know the East Coast got great food, so they want to try it. So, I will you know, give you my it's, one it's big stuff. last I story. You, man. If you don't mind, I, I will give you one big last story. I've actually had a man call me <clears throat> last year, and he was a... Uh, Man, he might have been in California, I don't want to lie. And his father was originally from New York City, and his father was on his dying bed. And he told his son that he would give anything for a New York bake on Halva. So the guy was in panic because how, you know, his father was dying at Pahalo de Chau, a bagel on Halva. And his kids told him, Dante, I'll probably do ship it to you. You understand? So he called me, and he was ecstatic because his father got to eat. A bagel on Hollywood before he went home. Well, there it is. That was beautiful. Wow. wow. There right. it is right there. How are you going to wow. knock somebody from doing something like that? Come on, Shelter. Wow. That, that, that's beautiful. You can't. You can't. You can't. You, know, so you can't. It meant a lot. It meant a lot. It sure. Uh, well, you know. sure it did. You know, so, guys, I'll tell you one thing I like about this Oh, Go ahead, Robert. Go ahead. We've been doing this radio show for five years. We took uh, a couple-year break, but now we're back, okay? And Fantastic. every Christmas, we do a Christmas show, and we give away toys, toys for tots, all right? We get sponsors that help out, all right? And people got to call in and say, Merry Christmas. That's all it takes, okay? We've been doing this for five years straight. We gave away yep. close to 40,000 toys, Eddie. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. Okay. Now... We took heat for that. People thought we were doing it and making money out of it. We weren't making a dollar. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. I yes. swear to you, people would not call in just to say, now, what it was, they were Gage sponsors. All right. We were sponsored by Seven right. Up, Red Bull, and Allstate Insurance. They have to oh hear the God. word Merry Christmas. That's all it takes. you got to say Merry wow. Christmas. People would not call because, no, there's more to it. These guys are getting paid. They're getting money out of it. Man. Whether we were, whether we were, never, we're doing the service, we're giving toys away. We're helping. We even put kids. money out of our pocket, Shelter. Yes, we did. Well, to go buy toys, to go donate to the boxes, which was video documented everything. <coughs> and people still became Amazing. haters. That's so no matter what you do, there's going to be haters. You know, there's going to be haters. Romania, especially in the Romania, there's always going to be somebody to knock something down. Yeah. Even if they're, even if they're doing it sapeshiresa. Like I, like I want to yeah. say... Well, one of the great things I like about Instagrams, one of the things is, guess what? On a kind of Instagram, we got a lot of celebrities in the Romania now. I have to say the truth. Yeah. You understand? Like, you know, like Bobby Do. Uh, you know, not only is it, you know, the beautiful baskets and, and, and the Roma call them what they want. Guess what? He's a celebrity in the Romania. He's making videos for the wedding. He is. Fighting them. You got the, the Mandingo, the Cooters. You got the, uh, the Buford, the Singers. Guess what? Yeah. That's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it yeah. is. That's why I have to give some of the things good for Instagram. I agree. Well, guys, you know well, what that song have, means, Eddie? To be a role model. Yep. We are down to the last couple minutes of the show, so let's do it this way. Let's thank all the calls and listeners first, all the all the people that support the show. Thank you guys for being on tonight. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And like we said, we didn't even scratch the surface of the 80s, but we enjoyed the conversation. Hope you guys enjoyed it, too. 
So, Had and I really want to give a special thanks to Bobby Dew for joining That's us, right. talking with us, and sharing his uh, time with guys. us. It was a pleasure. I had the best time. Best time I really had. I'm glad. I'm really, really glad for that. Right? Eddie, take it away. Say what you got to say, my friend. Hey, thank you guys for listening. God bless. Thank you, Bobby Dew. Thank you, Larry Las Vegas, for helping us out tonight. And join us next week because we'll be here. And I love you guys. And Bobby Dew, don't be a stranger. You know what? Take a listen. Whatever you whatever you hear us talking about, join the join conversation. Us. Yes. You know, you're more than welcome. You're welcome. You're more welcome any time. Hey, uh, every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. Okay. Larry, God bless you. Can I say one can I say one yeah, more thing ahead. before I let you think about the 80s? All my, li- all the listeners, I want to thank for 1984. John Elway got drafted by the Denver Broncos. Shelter, you know what to do, Shelter. Turn it up, Shelter. Turn it up. God bless you guys. God Turn bless you, Larry. Thanks for filling in, brother. Good night, guys. No problem, Good night, everybody. God fun. bless you guys. We'll be back next Wednesday night. <laughs>